With more than 200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hey, this is Jim Dudley. Jim, I'm going to do a quick reader here to open up this segment. Um, I did a little research on our topic for today, which is that of bail versus uh, OR. Um, In 2013, researchers from something called the Arnold Foundation, I haven't the foggiest clue in the world who they are, studied 153,000 bookings in Kentucky. Uh, over a two-year period and found their conclusion, not mine, that lower-risk defendants were, quote, that were held in jail um, were more likely to engage, re-engage in criminal activity. Now, there's a big difference between causation and correlation. Um, it's entirely possible that they were going to re-offend anyway, regardless of whether or not they were kept in jail for more than 48 hours or not. Um, but so leaping to that conclusion is a little concerning to me, but that study is floating around out there and it's being used by um, a bunch of folks in across the country who are trying to call for what they're calling bail reform or you know prison reform with regard to bail, claiming that it's disproportionately unfair against uh, minorities or un- you know, disproportionately unfair against um, people who are of lower income. And saying, you know, essentially the only people who are getting out of jail are people who can pay their way out of jail. Um, and they argue, and there may be some merit to this that, you know, if you're in jail, if you're if you're working at McDonald's and you're in jail for six days, it's entirely plausible they're going to tell you that you, you're you're fired now. It, 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 but that to me doesn't mean that it's that that's the reason for bail reform, because it, it's it should come down to not whether or not you can pay, but what you did as to whether or not you are, are granted uh, lower or higher or no bail. Right, Jim? That's absolutely true. So. I think the the movement across the country has been that uh, there's a there's a general feeling that bail is an unfair system that two people accused of a similar crime uh, different things can happen one will have to remain in jail because he can't post bail while the other simply because he has the money can get out. But there are other safeguards in place, like the own recognizance uh, system or a pretrial judge weighing in on on the case before uh, the person's remanded to custody. So uh, I've read a couple articles that say that the average uh, bail in California is about $50,000. If you want to uh, get your loved one out of jail, um, you come up with 10%, dollars $5,000 go to a bail bondsman, bail bondsman puts up the bail bond mm-hmm. and keeps the money, keeps the $5,000. Whether or not you, your charges are dropped, you're acquitted, you, or you get held and convicted and stay in jail, whatever happens, they get mm-hmm. the money. So, okay, I'll give you that. Um, two people, same amount of bail, two different uh, uh, end results. But... The systems that take place now, uh, your own recognizance essentially says if you are uh, a person of uh, good moral 
uh, fiber and standing, uh, no prior uh, convictions, that more than likely you could get out on your own recognizance, your promise to appear to, to return for trial. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also go to um, pretrial um, examination by a judge who will take a look at the case and uh, decide whether or not um, there's a, it's a probable cause hearing. Is there probable cause to keep you, uh, to hold you for, for trial? And if the judge decides not, then you are freed. And some of those examinations are based on um, whether you had priors, right. whether you, what the, you know, the type of crime. Is it a violent crime? Right. Is it a property crime? Right. Is it, you know, the, so you're taking into account, and then, of course, you're making a, a somewhat or semi-educated guess as to whether or not that person's going to go out and do something oh. cr criminal or, or oh, it dangerous. Goes, it goes further. I mean, there there's, uh, there's an algorithm built that... San Francisco and other uh, uh, jurisdictions use called the public risk assessment analysis. And that's essentially an algorithm that, that talks about the severity of the crime, the potential as a flight risk, the potential for uh, following up um, against the victim, mm -hmm. um, retribution on, on the victim or witnesses. And so that algorithm can be put into play and help decide whether or not you weigh the consequences and either remand somebody, keep somebody in, in jail or let them free pending trial. And we've seen it uh, go sideways in a couple of cases where individuals who have uh, been recommended to be released on the, the risk assessment tool have only come back to kill others in either um, uh, a different crime altogether, another robbery, another homicide, um, or, or a follow-up to the, their original charge. And so uh, I'd like to get the, the idea out there to, to law enforcement agencies, uh, before you just um, you know, wave the, the bail reform movement through, like we have with some other uh, legislations, uh, uh, marijuana-related, uh, all drugs being reduced to misdemeanors, uh, raising the monetary amounts on uh, felony thefts, um, take a good look at this one, because at some point, I think all this this poorly crafted legislation is going to come back and bite us, uh, bite the first responders, uh, bite victims groups. And, and there are going to be mistakes. People will be recommended for release without bail and will continue violent behavior. Yeah, well, we've... The past is prologue, right? I mean, we've already seen mistakes have been made, so it's not difficult to predict that if we loosen these parameters, that you're only going to worsen those problems. It's you know, again, we'll go to Gordon Graham one more time. If it's predictable, it's preventable. Right. And so you look at it and go, all right, well, wait a second here. Logic. Let's logically follow this one through. Yeah. We have X number of quote mistakes or errors or. Um, failures of the you know the, the recommendations of the algorithm or recommendation of a judge mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now and now we're going to allow for even more no bail release uh, doesn't take a mathematician to figure that you're probably going to see that uptick right yeah so it's it, it's almost so logically clear now I'll grant you this the, the fact that you have two outcomes for two offenders with similar crimes and different but disparate um, median incomes, if you will, mm -hmm. um, we, we have to figure out a way to make that 
if not be mitigated entirely, we have to address that in some way, right? Yeah. If it only comes down to money, I agree. Let's 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 take the the haves versus the have-nots out of the equation. Let's make it about the crime itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, what damage was done? Uh, what are the pro- what's the propensity for it to continue or for the individual to come back? What is their prior, prior history? Why can't we look at the times? They haven't shown up for court. They've they've been FTA'd from court, um, or um, they fled the scene, fled the country, let their loved ones forfeit bail money. Mm-hmm. Um, those things should all be taken into account. I get the argument for the money, but that that shouldn't be the sole argument to wholesale release individuals. Yeah, and but especially because, you know. Okay shoplifting or let's take something really really minor and certainly not violent mm-hmm. um, it, it makes sense to me to have some of those crimes which are just low level property crimes okay I can I can get where you're gonna see someone who's probably not going to be able to even post bail if it's five hundred dollars right. you know you know this person has no cash and they're not likely to do anything other than probably shoplifting again. Now, we don't want them to go shoplifting, and you're going to go to court for this. But, okay, go ahead. But anything involving, uh, I'd go starting at fistfights. No, sorry, you're not getting out. Mm. I'm just sorry about that because, you know, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Yeah. And that's, you know, so for people to say that, you know, like you were saying, that it based solely on money, that that's, that's, that's missing the point. We have to be talking right. about the crime. And I think I think some of the statistics that are being thrown out there by the opponents of the bail system are a bit skewed. When they look at um, individuals who've been in uh, jail or prison uh, for lengthy amounts of times who eventually have their their charges vacated, that they've never they don't get convicted of anything. I think you have to look at um, Rikers Island and. Uh, the fact that some defense attorneys, uh, and, and this is anywhere in the country, defense attorneys may uh, prolong uh, a trial date, uh, delay the trial date, uh, because there's a chance that evidence can be lost, witnesses can dry up and go away, people die, mm-hmm. uh, people forget. Uh, there, there's a myriad of, of different things that can happen in the benefit of the defendant and sometimes delaying trial works in their favor. So I think it's unfair to say that, um, you know, people are being held for long periods of time in jail and it's unfair when, when they don't get charged or, or convicted with anything after all said and done. Right. Because that, that's a stall tactic and, right. and it's, it's not exactly an uncommon tactic. Um, we want to hear from you about what your thoughts are on bail and um, OR and all things about this um, this system and whether or not you think that there are ways in which it can be uh, tweaked and in, 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 and modified. Uh, so email us at policingmatters at police1.com. Once again, thank you for clicking and thank you for listening.